Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 54 of the Coffee Club podcast. Back with the same setup as yesterday. It worked really well. We got a really cool studio now with a sign behind us, Coffee Club, in case you forget which podcast you're listening to. So that's a nice update for us. Broke the budget. Yeah, that, <laughs> Let's be real. that set us back pretty far. I'm gonna yeah. I, I, I don't know how we're going to financially recover from this, but hopefully, uh, hopefully we see some sort of up, yeah, upward trend. It's, a, it's but, an investment, uh, huge capital. Yeah. Yeah. I was a bit, I was a bit umming and ahhing about it. It looks fantastic, but like the cost of being sometimes able you have to, to take a risk. Yeah, we voted on it, and it's like a graphic. Hey, it's better than what we had before, so we'll take it. But. Yeah, it's been a real chill week for us. It's, it's funny when we do these this time of year because almost nothing is happening running-wise in our lives. It's like very exciting. But I guess it's interesting in a different way because we're in that stage where we all just started running every single day and just like slowly getting back into it. So that's like challenging in its own way, different from our usual challenges. But before we get into it more, we should introduce our guest today, Mr. Mario Garcia Romo. How you doing, bro? I'm good. I'm good. Happy to be here. Very happy, happy to, be to have him on. He's been uh, he's been talking about coming on for a little bit. I mm-hmm. think having Mario on, we almost have had everyone on the team on. I was thinking. I think we've had everyone. Mm-hmm. I could be missing some people, but maybe everyone except Jonas. I guess Cinta, maybe. We had he... Cinta on tech. Oh yeah, Cinta, yeah. Briefly, we haven't had Jonas. Have we had Carmelo on? Not Carmelo either. Yeah. So that's oh, hell that's no, Barry. Two. Helena Berry was saving for a special moment. Tough to tie down. She, she's going to be hard to pull down. I yeah. think she's a bit too. She was good on too the, high market. She was good us. on Citrus Mag. Yeah, yeah, she was she, good. She crushed that. Yeah, I wonder how much they paid her to do that. Fuck, if she's on Citrus <laughs> Mag, then we need to get her on our podcast as well. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's nice to have Mario here. He obviously just moved uh, in with us. Just moved back to america i guess mm-hmm. after being back home for his off-season break so very nice to have him here getting back into it with us we're very excited to train together and all that but uh mario is a little bit ahead of us in terms of the uh the come return to running how's it been going for you because i know you're like a yeah. pretty yeah you like to do stuff you know? yeah it's been it's been a little boring honestly yeah. <laughs> i went home and yeah i mean there's no much to do so it was it was nice to just start running again Mm-hmm. But but yeah, I was just excited to come here and like be running with people because I've been running by myself every single day. But it's been good. Uh, only sore break for me, honestly, because uh, I'm used to taking like three weeks, two weeks, and now I'm taking like five days and then a week of physical running. So it's different, but definitely feeling better than every other year and feeling ready to just jump into workouts and kind of like start getting mileage in. So yeah, I think we, we talked about it a bit. Like we've all. I think all of us used to take bigger breaks as well, mm-hmm. but now with Ritz, we take shorter ones. And it actually, for me, it's been feeling really good. Uh, Ollie George and I, I think we all did strides for the first time today. Did you do strides today, Ollie? <laughs> <laughs> as I said that, I was like, I don't know if Ollie yeah. did them. I did strides today, but I did my usual three. Yeah. Well, I only did four, so. Yeah. Dude, they were, they were, I did them on the curved treadmill today, huh. and I don't know if you've ever run on that, Mario, but... If you I run on that, yeah. It's like, it's really fun to run on, but here, you get, like, really lactic on it. It makes you really tired. <laughs> I felt, I felt, felt like the most unfit I've felt in my comeback today. It was pretty brutal. I was running with George, and George was going so fast. <laughs> I, I, I didn't say anything, but you were going very fast. Oh, George was cooking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, the George strides? Was in the strides. Oh, the strides. Yeah. 
But yeah, I guess I was like, well, yeah, I just <laughs> I just keep up with him. Well, I've I've been sne- I've been sneaking in some strides before today. Yeah. This isn't actually my first day. I had to admit. No way. Yeah, That's, but, yeah. but I, I've actually had them on my um, plan though. I don't know if maybe we haven't talked about this much, but me and Morgan are the opposite when it comes to like what we like to do to get back into it. Morgan loves his easy running, mm-hmm. just getting mm-hmm. in getting in the mileage. I feel so bad easy running, like I hate it. And I've, maybe it's because for so many years I did like, I did like no easy running and I like, I'd take two days off, have like three big days and like two of them were workouts. So like I would barely do any easy running. So now I just feel terrible. Like mm-hmm. those two weeks at like pin relays where I couldn't, like I could only jog because of my hip flexor thing. Like I came off feeling so bad. So I have to run fast, at least just a little bit. Like, so I've been getting in some, some strides yeah i actually had them on which i haven't done but i had them on my i don't know what your guys final search said but i had them on my off days where it said it would say like go for a hike or do something and then do wow strides that's interesting which i didn't really do but i was getting in a little more faster stuff at the end of running yeah you know i just i just feel so bad if i don't run fast we are on the same page for that i would say i like i like a lot of easy running but i like to do strides as early as possible it's just more Mm. like the workouts i like to take time to get into because i think that's more taxing but i think strides is i think strides are like the best thing you can do for your body Mm. to get it going again and it's funny we used to in uh, wisconsin we didn't really do strides as much we would do a lot of 200s and we absolutely love doing 200s we would always talk about how good do you think you could be if you only ran miles and then did 200s twice a week, yeah. like six to eight by 200s twice a week and just mileage apart from that. And we were wondering like how good you could get. I feel like you for, can get pretty good. I feel, I like, feel you, like pretty like, good. Yeah. Okay, maybe not six to eight, but if you could only do 200s because you could do like a lot. Yeah. And you yeah. can do 200s in a lot of different ways as well. Yeah. Oh, you can do a 30, you do you do like 24. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I bet you can run a pretty good fitting 100 just in the... I think you could be a sub four miler. How, how yeah. fast are you allowed to run on easy runs though? Are you allowed to turn <laughs> some of them into like? I don't think you can go under. Let's 530, say 530 yeah, no. Nope. If you go under five thirty, it's it goes into the workout area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I reckon that's and that, unless they're two hundred meter intervals <laughs> on a regular <laughs> run. So you just do a regular run, but then you change it to two hundred intervals under five thirty pace with short rest. And just keep yeah. doing that. See, so, yeah, because you could game that. You could literally so much you, you could make like so that. many variations of it, just yeah. not on the track, on the grass, mm-hmm. hills. Mm-hmm. You could definitely. That would actually be an interesting uh, experiment to see, like a college kid, just do that for a year and see how good he is at cross, indoor, outdoor track. And doesn't yeah. change it; just does that, but variations of it. It'd be pretty boring, I reckon. Yeah. I feel like Mario could get really good just running two hundred. <laughs> I don't well, know why. And Yarrod too. Yarrod as well. Yeah. I think Yarrod would also. This be reminds really good. me that for some reason we would always. We knew nothing about Ole Miss, but we would always joke about Ole Miss as only running 200s and 300s. Honestly, I, I didn't do 200s last year at all. Really? Not a single day. I mean, I would do them at like the end of the workout, but not like 200 repeats only. Yeah, see, Probably because you guys had a lot of good milers and like I didn't guess. focus as much see, on cross yeah. as we did. NAU was yeah. joking about that while they were in their fourth... Uh, Fourth yeah. uh, triple threshold <laughs> yeah. uh, day. Yeah, exactly. so I was just joking yeah. about how like no one does any actual yeah. like training compared to NAU. No one else like and Old Miss like you guys are training not wrong. compared oh, to NAU people. I, I'm imagining because they're on their quadruple threshold yeah. and Mike's yelling at them to go to sleep. So <laughs> um, I imagine that Old Miss is much more. Uh, 
I mean, it's de- more middle distance based. It's definitely more middle distance based, but I would say during cross country season, we will do like long tempos and long repeats. So it would be like I feel like everyone does. Yeah, you don't even need to. You don't even need to do a workout in freaking Oxford, Mississippi. If you go run in that heat and humidity, oh yeah, that'll get you so poor man's altitude. Yeah, I I really think it works. Honestly, I agree. <laughs> I'm I excited to see altitude in like what altitude feels like for a year long. But I definitely think humidity is also like good conditions for workout. I think it's a lot yeah. harder because I think altitude, you do adapt to the altitude and it's it's pretty like reliable. You know what's going to be harder to do in altitude and you often change your workouts, whereas heat and humidity isn't as reliable. So in my experience, at least, like I haven't done a great job at adapting workouts for heat and humidity. And it's just that your body does also adapt to that, but not in the mm-hmm. same way. It's still going to be like if you're trying to do like a long threshold in heat and humidity, mm-hmm. at some point, I feel like you're never going to get good at that. Whereas I feel like at altitude, you can find like a nice groove where it's like, I don't know, you know what to expect and you can kind of like still crush it. But yeah, I always felt like Wisconsin during the summer was like an amazing place to train. Obviously, it's like way colder than I imagine Mississippi is, but that's kind of nice. It's like 80 Mm -hmm. to 90 degrees Fahrenheit, which is like just below 30 degrees Celsius and Mm -hmm. like, but a lot of humidity. And then if you go run on the grass as well, though, because the grass is really soft in Wisconsin in the summer. That's like some of the hardest workouts I've ever had. And that'll get you really fit for cross. So that was always good. But yeah, I've also like, I do find it really interesting, all the different versions of strides. Speaking, going back to the 200s, we would do, have I told you guys this? At Wisconsin, we would do 400s on Mondays. Yeah, they sound nice. (laughs) It's so good. It was the most satisfying thing ever. You would do long run Sunday. And then Monday you would do like a shorter run, but then you would go to the track and you would do maybe six by 400, but just at 75 seconds with 100 jog in between them. So it feels, it doesn't feel hard at all, but it, like it gets your body going really good for to do a workout the next day. Mm-hmm. And also you barely have to run because say you do six miles before that, then you'll get in, I don't know, like two miles or whatever on the track and it just makes it like go by so easy. 400s at threshold feels so good. Yeah. yeah. Like that's pretty much, a lot of people do that before, like the day before races as a pre-meet. And day before workout is kind of the same thing. It yeah. does like feel really good. Yeah, I, I honestly like to do them before races, like for the warm up. I would do like a couple longer strides, but I, I've been thinking like maybe like four hundreds is a good idea just to like warm your body and like not jumping into the race like without doing anything before. Yeah, I've definitely been mm-hmm. training towards that as well. I'm wondering if you do you do anything like that, Ollie? Because obviously your I race training, race is so quick. I'm training the opposite way. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like doing anything. Like I'll like minimize as much as I can do before the race because yeah. i feel like I, I might be it might be different actually it might not be a good well, thing. well you're a different beast man um <laughs> it might not be a good thing but i do like the shock i get because it actually for me personally um the past like two years of running at that kind of like at the at high level i feel like when i have that shock the adrenaline kicks in for me and my brain just like my brain's a scrambled egg most of the time a lot of head noise um but when i do that i feel like i'm pretty focused like it's able to clear my mind because the shock hits me and I'm like, okay, I'm racing, I'm ready to go. This is it. This is how it feels. Mm-hmm. So like when I go in before a race, I usually do like, yeah, 20 minute jog, drills, um, well, Ollie's version of drills. Um, and then I'll do like a couple of strides and I'll do a couple of strides on the track and then I feel like I'm ready. Yeah. So, but I know I actually see what Mario does. I think pretty much the majority of the top 1500 meter runners in the world do exactly what Mario is doing, which is like mm-hmm. that longer 
something um, quicker. Yeah, because yeah. Jakob does that. Dude, I reckon Jakob does, does like a mile. Yeah, Jakob does not more. He does yeah. so much. He just he does warms up really quick. He does. He does. Like maybe it's just, maybe it's just the end of his warm up. No, no, he does his warm up, then does a mile, and then he'll do like a couple of two hundreds, and like, then he'll go to do strides. Like he looks track. like he's sprinting sometimes. <laughs> he is sprinting pretty much it for really, most people. It really sucks when you're. I think this happened one time with him. I was warming up in the opposite direction to him. And then he was just getting so much further, like, Around. yeah, you know how you like hope yeah. that you're going to meet at the same point? Yeah. He was just catching me so bad. I was like, fuck. That, that happened to me at World Championships <laughs> in yeah. the semifinal. Well, I raced, to, I raced with him like every single race. So every single time I would warm up at the same time and we would work, like warm up in opposite directions and he would be like far away from me. I was like, I was running pretty fast. I was like, how yeah. fast is this guy running? Like, is yeah. that just mentally like, it's yeah. he's, just, he's just warming up. That's yeah. his warm up. But like most, like Josh Kerr does that warm up that mm-hmm. Mario does. Yeah. Um, I don't actually know if Whiteman warms up like that. I think he might warm up like me. Yeah. A little bit mm-hmm. less. But most 1500 meter runners now do that because I think like Mario says, it gets your body like mm-hmm. ready and much more prepared. Um, which is probably the most, the best way to do it. I, I well, think the way I do like, it probably yeah. isn't ideal, but it works for me right now. Mm-hmm. But I think the trend is going towards that type of warm up. I mean, preparedness, particularly for races like the way the fifteen hundred meters run now. I think those type of races are just going to encourage more people to be able to warm up in that type of um, setting because it just gets you more prepared for that kind of shock when mm-hmm. you get um, a fifteen hundred meter race that's going out in one fifty one. Yeah. So. Um, yeah but the thing is like you're confident doing it so it doesn't really matter because i've seen you turn up to a workout so many times and just turn up warm up do like not many drills not many strides and then go run a 56 400 essentially race pace or whatever and look really fine like really casual like that's just what you do like multiple times a week so it's like easy whereas just speaking from personal experience if i was doing a workout and i knew i had to run a 56 400 as my first rep I would be pretty nervous about that. I would know that like, that's like, for me, like that's, that's pretty focused, pretty dialed in. Like, I would really feel like I had to go and do say like some 200s before it at that pace, you know, like if I'm, if it's one of those big ones where I'm like, I really want to like hit you this. You got to prepare yourself. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. yeah. And so like, that's where like, say if I warm up, sometimes I warm up really slow. It's like, sometimes I'm running like 7.30 or even like eight minute pace. I'm just like Kenyan shuffle. Yeah, I'm just like fuck. If I don't do something like a little bit quicker, like I'm pretty scared. It's feel all out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty scared for the first lap of this race that it's yeah. gonna be terrible. So that's kind of like where I come from. But for you, it's like if you're confident doing it and you do it so much, it's like, what's the what's the? Is it, the I think the the main point is it's worked for me so far. We'll just wait yeah. and see when uh, it eventually stops working for me and I have to change my um my setup. But yeah, I mean it's gonna be interesting having a. Uh, we have Mario, Yared, the rest of the boys, obviously, and myself. But like, we have a really strong fifteen hundred meter team now, so I can imagine those fifteen hundred meter workouts are going to be pretty insane. Yeah, um, pretty spicy. I mean, they, already, they already were. They already, already were. I mean, yeah. they already have been pretty crazy. But even having like Yared jump in, I think before we went to uh, to Europe, and he just drops a thirty eight. 300 really casually and he was trying to run a 42 he's trying to run a 40 40 he's trying to run a 40 oh, 40 he ran a 38 and he looked like he was out for a trot and it was embarrassing how george and i were like trying to hang on and like george and i are you know extremely good middle distance runners and yeah i was just making, us look, guys. Yeah, I was just making yeah. us look like absolute trash so i was just be, i was just impressed that we made him nervous enough yeah, to run a 38 to push it to that level but it's going to be pretty cool now we having mario in and then getting yarrow back um everyone in boulder like those type of workouts particularly now because we're going to be doing like a lot of longer stuff obviously the four is going to be so fun four training is going to be pretty fun because we're all together or grinding it out but 
when it gets to that specific training, excuse me, um, it's going to be pretty cool to see how yeah. that turns out because it's just going to be, I reckon it's just going to be nuts. I think oh, some yeah. of the stuff, like, Dathan's just going to be freaking out about some of the stuff we do. He's so gonna it's exciting. Yeah. He's going to pretend to hold us back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's actually just wanting everyone to rip. Like, he's winking at Yara and saying, yeah, go on, do it. Do it. Yeah. Do it to him. I mean, Dathan's so funny. Like, when I'm, when I'm watching Ollie work out and Dathan, I'm like, I go ask Dathan, like, hey, what's Ollie got today? Dathan will literally say, like, yeah, I gave him an 800 and 156, so he'll probably run in 153. Like, <laughs> like, like, he's, it's like literally like calculated, you know? He's calculated to like put it to a point where he's like, I want Ollie to run 153 here, so he's going to run 156. Are you yeah. going to tell him 156? Because yeah. otherwise, if he says 153, he'll try him on 150. Yeah. So you have Three to like second. offset a little bit. Three-second gap, yeah. I think he does yeah. the same thing with Monson. Yeah. I think and, he does, yeah. And I think, oh, actually, no, Joe is like, Joe's on point pacing usually most of the time joe is except when joe has the Threshold. ones where yeah where it's like just do whatever joe yeah and, and then, then he, he runs goes. really quick yeah. and then he just goes for it but yeah dathan's got himself figured out pretty well up to this point but yeah it'll be interesting when he finish like fees out yard because yeah it's just funny because he will tell you right before he'll be like yeah just so you know like i'm really bad at pacing like I, i'm probably gonna get really quick because that's what he did to me as well and then he doesn't look like he's like going that quick, but suddenly, like split second, he's just going so Change quick. Like, it's always just in the first like fifty meters. Yeah. He yeah. just books it the first fifty. He's like Carlos. Yeah. Carlos used to do that. Book the first hundred. Yeah. But he's such a good put pacer. money in the bank in like races. Like he's yeah. such a good pacer. Like he goes even every single time. It's like true. I raced the DMR with him, and he was so even until the last two hundred meters where he just changed the gears and like dropped out twenty five last two hundred. But like he's always so even like 57, 57, 57. That's I don't know. I don't understand that. He's just too good, I guess, in training. Yeah. He just he just has to has to go faster. They feel something. I don't know, mm-hmm. but yeah. So if you can't tell, we're all very excited for the upcoming training, especially the fall training. I remember personally last year, I was so sad to be on the sideline. I was just like running thirty miles a week while these guys were ripping these big fart legs and all these like cool long runs and stuff. So I think it's gonna be amazing this year. Everyone's healthy. Everyone will be together. So yeah, I would say. This is week two or three of us being back running and things are going smooth so far. Haven't messed it up yet. It's still a nice spot where we're able to go do some other activities in our life and not feel terrible for training the next day, like going on some hikes and stuff, take advantage of living in Colorado. So that's been really cool. Uh, the next kind of update is our gala update, which is, I'm trying to get like a bit of a thermometer on the gala like what what are we at right now i can't even tell it seems like it's cooled off a little bit which at this point it should be getting pretty hot because it's meant to be next like one week right i personally think it's going to get hot after bank okay. after we go to bank i think the next th- the big thing for us is the gala like but the i think i'm countdown. like my mental state is all on bank where that's all i'm thinking about is like oh it's gonna be an amazing time yeah and then as soon as bank uh that time and memory is is sealed in my brain for <laughs> Close forever um I'll open up to the uh, to the gala, but it definitely. I think it's it's definitely. Um, oh, because I, I, we got a message from Katie, um, our landlord. Wow, and I didn't know we we're talking about this today. <laughs> and the situations situations have arose, and like I think that also is like affected maybe put a little, put a little down yeah put a little down the gala maybe the, the, the short of that is that we're getting kicked out of this house in a couple months yeah so we don't I, want to talk about it we don't want yeah. to talk about it but essentially we're getting yeah we're getting kicked out of the, the place um that we've just moved into unfortunate so, circumstances not our fault yeah um something that we're going to hopefully be sorting out in the next few weeks however 
Um, that factor that's just happened to us a few days ago, I think, has affected how we feel about the gala because house vibes. It's just yeah, it's not. It feels like now we just we don't belong in this house anymore. <laughs> so it's kind of weird, um, you know. So. I mean, I think it's going to pick up eventually. We just got to put effort into it. And I know for a fact now, my brother's still here having a great time. And when he leaves um, on fr- uh, Saturday... It's going to be another downer though. Yeah, Chris leaving. Mm-hmm. It's going to be shocking. Uh, I'm going to miss him already. You're going to be depressed. On Saturday at 7 p.m. when Christo takes off, <laughs> all my focus, concentration, energy, my zen is going to be focused <laughs> on making sure that this gala goes ahead. <laughs> hype it up way too much, overhype it to the point that I will be disappointed on the night. Perfect. And uh, just, yeah, make sure that that energy is there. So I think the gala right now is being pushed on the back pedal for a good yeah, good reason. Because Our bank we're gonna, concert we're gonna is tomorrow, tomorrow night for anyone who's wondering. Yeah, we're going to bring it up. Gonna, yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to get going. And uh, I talked to Gus about it and he feels that, you know, he wants, to, he wants to dress up. He wants to have a good time. He said he wants everyone there because he's usually left alone, staring at the window, waiting for us to come back. So... You know, I want to do it do it well for him. I want to do a gala well for Gus. So we'll, we'll we'll sort it out. It should be fine. Do you think he enjoyed last year's gala? Absolutely not. No, no. And he loved it. He was chasing. Yeah, he loved he it was chasing first, ping or, pong balls. Yeah, wasn't he? Yeah. Was it was it ping pong balls? Yeah. The first couple of hours. Pong. The first couple of hours he did, but then I, apparently after that, like, um, he was like, did he people, get too people, drunk? People giving him drinks and stuff, and oh. I, I was scared. <laughs> um, he, he's got a lot of weight in him, so he's probably a heavyweight, but. I was scared, and then he apparently was a bit scared of all the noise going on upstairs. I think it was during the uh, pumpkin uh, debacle where the pumpkin was getting thrown pumpkin everywhere. Pumpkin smashing. By an assailant. And uh, I just all of a sudden got up, grabbed him, and cuddled with him in bed and calmed him down, and then we went to bed at like midnight or 1 a.m. Yeah. Because he needed, he, needed, he needed the R&R. He was a bit, he was a bit uh, traumatized. But I think the initial first couple of hours, he loved it. But he, he thinks because it's a big backyard and it's a nice house, I think he's excited because he's got space. To get away, you know, people getting autographs and photos with him. He wants to be able to have his own space. That'd be he good. He said to me, so, and he said it's it's good good place to have a party because he can kind of scurry away. Are we what? gonna let people, sorry, uh, bring their dogs because we have a big backyard? Because I'm against that. Uh, no, I don't think like, like the reason why Gus is here is because it's his house. It's yeah. Gus's house. I don't want other dogs coming in here because then we are liable and responsible for a dog like choking or something or like drinking something or taking a poo on the floor. <laughs> Um, if it's not Gus, if it is like, if it is Gus, you know, it's my responsibility. It's his house. So you can do what he wants. But like, yeah, no, no dogs at the gala. There was no dogs last year, much to people's dismay, but, um, there'll be no dogs at this gala. Just good times. Great beats. And, uh, they can can bring their dogs to the house the other 364 days of the year. It's the only day of the year. It's not going to be 364 days because we're going to be out of here pretty soon. Uh, But yeah, like it's going to be, I think it'll be fun. It'll be a fun time. We definitely overhyped it last year, I think. But this year, I think, you know, Coffee Club's been a year um, with some pretty nice house. I think we've, we've created more friendship groups in Boulder. I hope so. I don't know. I so guess we'll I'm, find I'm out relying on that to hopefully able to push it. Also, it would have been fantastic for Chris to be here because um, we didn't mention uh, on the pod last time, but Chris is actually a very sociable person and he's very good at bringing people in. So if Chris was out there handing out flyers outside Rosetta Hall to get, you know, these people, like he'd pick the right people to come to the party. He'd 100% get like 100%. He'd be the people. best party ever. Oh, yeah. He'd do a great job. But I think it'll be good. What I've are, got good hopes. What are we going to do to Manhattan if he... Puts another hole in our house. Um, Gus will put a hole in him. 
I like that. Gus um, is we're gonna we set Gus on him. Actually, honestly, if he puts a hole in the house, I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would, that's a, that's a joke. Of course, I care. Um, yeah, that'll be interesting. I mean, because I think damage wise like we, we're trying to push it more of an outside thing right yeah yeah we've like nothing stopping him kicking a hole in the outside of the house i wouldn't put it past him i wouldn't put it break past him to break through yeah. the barn or something like that too so yeah. um no i just want to see people having a having a great time hopefully helena beery comes and has a few helena berries um, i'll be shocked if comes. <laughs> see the thing is this is where <laughs> i think we'll make sure helena, she gets an invite though. yeah she yeah. definitely will but the thing is Helen would probably come with dathan for like, well, they would have one drink and she'd hang around and meet the team and then she'd leave after an hour. That'd be kind of cool. Which would be great because it, we get to see her. We haven't really seen her much since she's uh, moved into Boulder. So, um, Yeah, I don't think I said this on the podcast, but the one time I met her, I think she was convinced I wasn't a runner. She <laughs> was like, why is this guy talking to me? And Nathan's like, no, that's your teammate. I was like, she was just like, oh, okay, it doesn't look like it. When I spoke to her, she did chill. She, I, I was speaking to her in the car on the way to uh, pre-meet. You were there yeah, as well. yeah. And she was asking about like all these questions, um, and I was talking about like Tim and Cheryl, and she's like, "How do you know Tim?" And I was like, <laughs> "I race against him." And she's like, "What what event do you run?" I was like, "Well, Tim runs the fifteen hundred, so I run the fifteen hundred as well." And then Dathan was explaining to her that I'm like also like part of the team. And this Tim, guy actually beats him quite, um, quite often, yeah. <laughs> and she just didn't know who I was. And then she, um, I think we're at the track, and she asked me, she's like, "Oh, what's your PR in the mile?" And I said three forty seven, and she looked at me, and she said. In the mile, because I think she thought I was talking the fifteen hundred, yeah. and I said That's no funny. in the mile, and she looked at me and she's just like she was like now very curious, is like how do I not know who you are? Which is fair enough, because like I feel mm-hmm. like when you come across runners, sometimes you sometimes it falls out of memory. So I'll give her that one. Um, but. <laughs> yeah, I, I still want to have a Helena Beery with Helena Beery. Like that's that's a goal. That's, that's, a, that's a, I yeah. have to tick that box off, you know. Yeah. So hopefully in the gala, I'll have a Helena Beery with Helena Beery, which means I'll just have a beer and Helena's right there and. Then life is complete. If that's the way she thinks about you, she's gonna think I'm like the water boy. <laughs> Honestly, she probably thinks everybody on the men's team is yeah. literally there just to train with her. Like just to Well, t- dude, based on the workouts she's doing right now, oh I don't even think gosh. we could if we wanted to. The the ones that Dathan told me was one was thirty five K at five forty five pace on like the hilly loops and then the other one is she did the fart leg that we do like the one two three four five four three two one but then she went back up again so she did it twice and she averaged in the 530s for the whole thing jeez which like if we did isn't that there, isn't there like an hour and a half of running it was very long and it was like 530s for that it's like what? crazy That's That's I, did, I did hear before she left kenya she ran 15 times a k in 255 yeah like, like four, 440 for per mile pace for 15k Apparently, she's, <laughs> Kurt, Kurt, our physio, was telling me that... Because Kurt himself is like 217, 218 marathoner. Mm-hmm. So he, he knows a lot of guys around that level. And Dathan went to him to ask for training partners for her. And he said that she's just been like siphoning through them. Like, like they'll, they'll <laughs> putting them in the ground. Yeah, they'll just, sparring partners. They'll try and hop in for a workout and they'll just get destroyed. And then she'll need a new one every time. Because cause there's like... The way she's training, if you're like, if you're like a guy like... 218 marathon you can't do the set the workouts that she's do- like maybe but like the workouts she's doing are such a high level even if you're like a good male marathon yeah, there's a reason why she's one of the best female distance runners ever like yeah she's yeah. like proving it in her training and it's pretty crazy to kind of go past it and think wow like she's going to be dropping us in pretty much every long run except for joe will probably try and hang on i'm excited um, to see dude, that joe, battle <laughs> <laughs> joe versus helen well, no, joe helen and alicia seeing that battle in a long run 
I would actually prefer to just pretend I'm injured and get in the car and just watch it. Like, it would be the coolest thing ever. And it'd be very funny to see if, like, if Helen was, like, pushing Joe to the limit where Joe, Joe's like, fuck, I don't know if I can do this anymore. Like, breaking Joe would be, like, the epitome of just... On a long run. Yeah, oh, yeah. it would be the epitome. Like, the I don't think thing ever. That would be, like, making a stone bleed. It would be the craziest shit I've ever seen. So I am very, looking, very much looking forward to that um, from Helen Abiri. Yeah, um, I wonder if we're even going to train with her. Wouldn't it be funny if Dathan makes us get on her training schedule? For anyone at home listening, she runs at six fifteen a.m. in the morning. <laughs> so Dathan has to wake up at five, I think, to start the day. Yeah, we don't we don't train at six fifteen. Luckily, he, I think Dathan already is up at like crazy yeah, hours. Yeah, anyway. but, but we weird. we don't get out the door by like eight ever. Really, I'm struggling to get out of bed at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really struggling. My, my brother and I. Having a good time in Colorado and it's wearing me down. Yeah, which is good. It's, it's a time for it. It's a time for it. Mm-hmm. But I'll be looking at my alarm at seven thirty. It's like, why am I setting an alarm? Why yeah. am I doing this to myself? We, we could morning. probably uh, we could probably get dropped on some doubles by Helen. Maybe we can line up for those. Yeah. See, I, I I'm <sighs> feeling good about myself right now, <laughs> and I don't want to go to that point where she's dropped me on on runs. I was like, okay, I don't even have this anymore. I'm just gonna go home and like have a beer and cuddle with my dog, which actually sounds pretty good, but. Yeah, I, wonder, I, I don't even think I could do doubles with her. Well, I wonder if she does the Kenyan shuffle. I, I wonder if oh, she does true, that, where yeah. she does do like eight minute or she eight does actually. Pace. When we were at the track between reps, she was jogging around and it looked like she was walking, like slower than walking. But she runs really fast, and then yeah, just, there's slower. like yeah. no in between. It's either you're you're on or you're off. I was just thinking, I should we should make a beer called Helena Beery. How cool would that be? Be a great product. Oh. We'd probably have to oh pay her some good think, money. For think what you guys... It would yeah. be worth it. Yeah. How do you put you a little head in on there yeah. right now? And then we just sponsor her for it. Uh, comment on it in the yeah. video if you guys think it's a good idea. Um, <laughs> comment if you're going to buy it. How have we not thought of that until now? Helen, <laughs> just Helen Abiri and then we just have a little like emblem of Gus on the corner and then we just have um, Helen with the beer like this, smiling. Be with so like medals all around her neck. All right, if any breweries are listening you want to do a little collaboration, that'd be a match made in heaven. I think we could probably do that. Just call it the Helen Abiri. Yeah. That's perfect. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm excited to just see her train, I think. Yeah. Like, I oh, mean, yeah. It's one of the caliber of athletes that I grew up watching her um, mm-hmm. as a kid. And now like she's on the same team as me and she's running 43 second 300s. Yeah. And I am scared to even step on the track. So that's a that's a cool thing to be thinking about moving into the fall. Yeah. The training, yeah. meeting up again. Like at words, I remember like I was just walking to with her to the car and Nathan was telling me like, Oh yeah, Helen has won this and this and this and this. And I was talking to her. I was like, damn, this is so cool. This is my favorite champion. And I'm talking to like one of the best athletes ever. Yeah. And then I like, just so casual, like she was so nice and like talking about anything. Like she got a good sense of humor too. Yeah. Yeah, very good sense of humor. Yeah. So it's it's nice to uh to have that kind of talent and being very, very reassured mm-hmm. that like She's not, you know, not mean, not, not nasty. She's just really nice, really, uh, really open person. So mm-hmm. that's like yeah. what you want to have in a team with somebody of that kind of caliber is to learn from them and help, hopefully guide not just the women's team, but the men's team mm-hmm. too. So, yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, no, it's been interesting. I don't think Dathan's had a break. Dathan has not had a break. So that's, an, that's a Dathan recent we'll kind of update. We'll see how he goes. Uh, he has not stopped with the running. Like he went to Great North Run. He's been training with Helen nearly every morning. So it really hasn't had a break. Um, which is, you know, not surprising, I don't think. I don't think we, either of us, any of us find that surprising at all. Man's a machine. Not taking any time <clears throat> off. So. Yeah, so that's our Helen update, our Dathan update, and our Gala update. Really exciting stuff. Are the Gala's uh, going to be... No, nah, I'm pushing them. The Gala's yeah. going to be good. <laughs> really exciting stuff. Uh, so 
if you're looking at what's happening in the running world, kind of some of the coolest stuff right now is obviously the beginnings of the interlay cross season, which arguably like the most funnest, coolest, exciting thing that happens in our sport, honestly, is like the interlay cross season. And it was just the fir- it wasn't the first week of cross, but it was the first week of like more serious racing. First where, big week. Yeah, there was the Cowboy Jamboree was the big one that a lot of the uh, hashtag heavy hitter teams were at including NAU and BYU and Stanford and Oklahoma State. So that's mm-hmm. like, I mean, now they're all ranked. That's the top four, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and they were all racing. So it's kind of, honestly, it, we didn't ever do it at Wisconsin. I feel like it's pretty tough to start racing like the best competition that early in the season. Mm-hmm. But overall, I mean, it's just cool to see the competition back. Um, I don't know if like... We're not necessarily the best authority because I don't think we pay that much attention, <laughs> but we're, we'll uh, we'll give our best takes on it. It was NAU came third, right, or fourth? Yeah, third. third. Probably the lowest finish in a few years <laughs> in any meet. I yeah, assume. I mean they're so consistent normally. Mike will not be happy with that one. Michael's probably in his office right now calculating <laughs> every factor of that race yeah. to uh, analyze and report back How to much the boys. More? There will be a binder involved. How many more thresholds? How, much, how many more thresholds they need to I don't know. Well, make maybe, up the difference? You know what? Maybe he's thinking, well, we've got this amazing facility now and the boys are running worse, so maybe we should just get rid of the facility and go back to our roots. What if he just starts banning the facility? He starts yeah. banning the woodways Because see him doing that. I mean, I see boys doing strides and cool tempos on that sort of stuff. It looks amazing, but maybe it's just making them soft. Maybe Michael's thinking, you know what? This is not what I'm about. You know, it's all about chopping wood and carrying water. And this is not chopping wood and carrying water. This is going to Ikea and buying timber. It's not the same. (laughs) (laughs) You cheated. There's a cheat involved. Like, we're not going to Ikea for Swedish meatballs. We're going to, you know, the NCAA to win a title. Yeah. Um, So, might as well just go back to our roots, get rid of the gym, get rid of all the nice fancy facilities, um, put Luis and um, Abdi in, in the ring and just beat up the boys and get them ready for the next one. Yeah, we're, not, we're calling Woodway Woodway Fitness is IKEA Fitness. <laughs> the IKEA cheat code. Really. Yeah, I mean, like, come on, man. Feels like, good, looks good, but the way the way the way Michael resonates to me is that <laughs> everything has to be done the way it should be, and no he's shortcuts. now transitioned to all this big budget, you know, fancy, cushy kind of um, situation. It doesn't it doesn't feel like Michael to me. Michael feels like you know what he's been doing, you know. Back to Top wood carry water. Back to the mm-hmm. basics. Back to the simple things. Quadruple thresholds. Um, you know. Dude, we used to we used to just run up mountains in the rain. Yeah. Back yeah. You in didn't, we, we didn't go. used to be able to do the treadmill hills. You had mm-hmm. to find a real hill. Yeah. Outside. Yeah. Well, we I think it's make, I think it's making the boys soft. And like you know you know I don't have any. Do you, stake do you in this think they, Do you think they can come back from it though by November? Yeah. Uh, NAU, 100%, because you know why? Because they have Michael Smith. <laughs> they can do anything. They can do anything. I mean, I don't see them not being able to... I, think, I could see them running for Congress. I mean, I, they've <laughs> got a fantastic base, well-spoken, um, cult following, which seems to be working well in the White House from previous years. So I think Michael could honestly run for president if he wanted to. Um, he could probably, probably do president of USATF first um, and then see how mm-hmm. it goes from there. But... Yeah. Honestly, yeah, Michael, I, I'm sure he's analyzing that. He's got a binder out for the boys for the next meeting. Um, they're going to analyze it, go through it in the woods, camping, bonding. 
resonating with each that other. That would actually be a pretty cool thing if, like, say, if the team was doing. I don't think, obviously, they they did fine still. Yeah. Imag- imagine <laughs> they if, just imagine if they were doing really bad, and he was like, "All right, fuck it, guys. Like, you guys can't go to class next week. We're going on like a seven day <laughs> yeah. hike trip." That would be like I could actually see him doing that, and I could. I love the great. professors yeah. saying like, "Yeah, so my boys." got eighth in this very low-key meet the start of the year shouldn't really judge it by anything but we're going to take two weeks off classes because we need to focus for the rest of the year seriously i could see it and i could see it working really effectively but did the amount that nico young posts him running in that gym it's like he's running there every day he probably is yeah it must be a really good place to like lean his phone up mm, that's true i guess it is just, it's just a lot more practical well, what, what, what channels do they have maybe he's got a partnership with them they got the Woodways. Yeah, so maybe he's got a partnership with yeah. Woodways. Eight, eight Woodways and a booster. Hey? He's the most marketable athlete in cross country, 100%. I think their only option at this point is to turn crank the altitude up in that room to like 20,000 feet. Wait, is it an altitude room? It's pretty, they normally have it down. Though, I, I actually think. disagree uh, with that. I they reckon normally... they should. I reckon. <laughs> You think they should go below sea level? <laughs> I reckon they should go below sea level and train so hard that they can't yeah. they can't walk. Ultra and then they, oxygen training. And then they go out for the double threshold and they do it at altitude in the dome. I don't know. At the, the same pace. I don't know the 99% percent community. Th- threshold becomes four minute pace. Yeah. At the same pace. That's a good move though, honestly. I know people that like when they've been injured on the Ultra G, they'll just run like only four minute pace. Like they're super injured, so they put it to like fifty percent body weight and just sprint. <laughs> just sprint. It's I like just, they're on the moon. I just yeah. see Michael with the bike just yelling at them was like, The game has changed, so we have to change too. <laughs> like some sort of motivational quote that just resonates in every kid's head and then they just worship him when they go home. Man. So I think that's what's gonna happen. But like third is like it's the start of the year. Like, it's hard to judge anything. Like, the standards you know I mean? are so high for them. Yeah, everybody's like, oh, okay, you know, like, this guy's the best right now. And uh, Oklahoma State guy won, right? What was yeah. his name? Alex Meyer. Alex, yeah. Meyer. Alex Meyer. So he won, right? So then automatically mm-hmm. people are like, okay, he's going to win the NCAA championship. Why wouldn't he? He just won this race. Well, that's he's, what the so, mindset he's, he's is someone that you could have already picked, though. Yeah, but that's what the yeah. mindset is, I think. Yeah. So, like, sometimes when you, like, when a team comes out uh, hitting the ground running and like doing really well initially everyone's like oh they're going to be the ones to win they're going to be the ones to take over blah blah but you just never tell because it's such a long still yeah. long season so I mean the pressure can wear off because yeah. you can be the favorite team like I don't know like BYU is the favorite team now and then they can get to the national day and it's I on know, a Sunday like, and then they're screwed yeah <laughs> like that's yeah, the, I mean you, you know the pressure like yeah like they're, they're doing so well through that entire year and then they end up winning national championships on a Sunday it's like well sorry BYU there. you guys can't compete you know it's tough they're just <laughs> Go and wait outside Chick-fil-A until it opens on Monday. But um, I think it's be interesting to see how like Wisconsin does because I think, I'm obviously a bit biased, but Wisconsin mm-hmm. did pretty well. Yeah, I mean, recently. they won Roy Griak and they, I think they kind of packed it up a bit. I'm not sure, but it looks like they were sticking together all the race. And I mean, I don't know, Roy Griak, I don't know if one point that was a big meet. It's a kind of famous meet because I think it's like a pretty cool one, but the, the challenging, competi- challenging the com- course. Yeah, but the competition wasn't, quite as good as some of the other meets but i mean the wisconsin boys looked amazing so not taking anything away from them obviously we want them to break the curse of underperforming the at national our, curse at our nationals yeah. which ollie and i started we started that curse yeah. oh no wait <laughs> well, yeah oh i definitely started that curse i, I think, don't know i think morgan was in you were in at least a team that was top 10 well yeah i was in two that were top 10 but i think, I think was in one. we always had such good potential that's yeah. why it was annoying no i was in two i think yeah i think, I think you I was were in two, two. But yeah, it was definitely irritating because, I mean, personally, my my cross country track record is pretty bad. <laughs> oh, it's good and bad. I could just go very, very. Um, hey, same as mine. Yeah, it's all over the place. But Wisconsin, notorious good cross country school. 
Um, and you have the talent, you had the athletes there to actually perform a top 10 or even a top six finish. Top one. Top I thought, one, hopefully. I, I, thought, thought, I, thought. I thought the year that you won and I got 15th. Yeah. I thought that year we were going to be podium. I thought we were 100%. going to win. I mean, we were ranked fourth going into that meet. Yeah. So, we, were, we were in great yeah. shape. We just, we just we never been able to pull it off. On and that was at our home course. course. We just choked. Yeah. Well, we didn't choke. Mm, yeah, but I don't know. We're you won the race. We're, we're still accountable. We're still accountable. It's yeah, a team yeah, sport. Yeah. Okay. You, no, no, you're not accountable. Morgan, Morgan actually should have gone back, picked up the guys, <laughs> no. brought them back That's up. That's what I had to do. And then still won. That's what I had to do. Gavin <laughs> told me, like, during that, because I was feeling really good and I was, like, going to try and be with the same leading group with Morgan. Um, and they, Gavin literally said to me, he's like, wait back, wait for, wait for Owen, wait for Owen to catch up and then move through the field together. That was the plan. And then it got to about five to six K and then Gavin's like, he's not coming. You got to go. And I was like, oh great. So I have four K left to catch up like all these places. But yeah, I'm not convinced that tactic well. ever works. No, it doesn't. Yeah. I should have just, I should have just committed <laughs> and went with Morgan. Cause like if I did, I might've maybe finished a couple places higher. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I don't know how much difference it would have made. That was, I, what was it like on your guys team? I feel like the NAU guys race pretty individually in ways and they just end up together but i remember early on like there was this bit of this mentality of like running together like in the bigger meets and i just i'm just like you just gotta like be an individual and race and like you doing the best for yourself the collective is gonna yeah. do the best for the yeah. team i don't think it really makes a difference i don't know i think i think it's about confidence when you're with your teammates the people that you train with all year long you feel capable of doing something mm, that's so true. probably that's the that's the biggest reason maybe Mm-hmm. Definitely from a coach's perspective. Yeah, yeah. from a coach's perspective. Yeah. I think you know you, we always looked like we ran more together than other teams, but I think that's just because we were already like the the best team anyway. You guys were all yeah. at the front yeah. together. Yeah. You, guys, you <laughs> were at the front together. Like you remember Matt and Tyler in Louisville? Yeah, like yeah. that was insane. It looks like teamwork, but it's just no. You guys that's are just, like trying to win the race. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not not that I was ever finishing at the front, but that year we had that uh, we had six at the front in Nuttycom. Like we were one through six at 5k. Yeah. That's pretty dope. You guys would always crush Nutty Comb or like, I feel like from that yeah, point until, on. And then Mix didn't invite us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I was, I was always impressed that any was like pretty good from the start of the year. I felt generally mm-hmm. like when you guys were good at nationals, you guys were always good. I don't know. I was saying it to Mario this morning. Like mm-hmm. the fact that they, like the only, don't want to bring this back up, but the only race I ever didn't win as a team was the last one. Like, every single year, we would just win every meet. Yeah, I mean, you guys then, were always ranked first. But then they already yeah. lost. Yeah. But then so, that's happened. I think that happened last year, too. Yeah. Rested a couple of guys. It's cool that BYU was the one that won, because then it's just the, the rivalry. The yeah. rivalry. <laughs> so, every time. It'll be exciting. And you know BYU gets so hyped on that stuff. So, it'll yeah, be... But Stan- we were saying Stanford didn't run uh, boy Kai Robinson. Yeah. And he's, you know, probably a top 10... I mean, Stanford un- undoubtedly have one of the best rosters. Oh, yeah. Maybe, far. maybe yeah, the easily. best roster. Yeah, by far. Yeah, with their guys, with Ollie's boy Charles Hicks and and the rest of the company. My so. boy Charles. <laughs> yeah. So shout out. They can be very hard to beat. Um, how how are things looking over at Ole Miss, Mario? Well, we didn't make a top twenty-five list last week, but I honestly think, like talking to the guys, I think like they are gonna qualify for the mid first of all, and then they're gonna like place very well because I think Smith. It's like more conservative. Like he wants to like really get prepared for SECs, regionals, and then nationals. So I think it's just like they're kind of like slowly building up, and I think they're gonna get like in the best shape at the right time. So I'm yeah. I'm, I'm trusting like the boys, and I'm trusting like they're gonna do well. 
yeah. But yeah, I mean, just uh, I think they finished 15th uh, Cowboys January. So okay. it, it wasn't a great finish, maybe. Like, but I think I think they're in the right track. So he's like for a school like Ole Miss mm-hmm. is like looking at cross country is like from a team aspect is winning SEC is like the biggest goal of the year I would say so and especially just the rivalry with Arkansas and, yeah. <laughs> and Alabama Al- I guess and Arkansas normally wins right yeah they won like I don't know how many titles they won but then we won two in a row like that was yeah. it, the craziest thing because like we won my first year and I didn't know how important it was and I everybody was like cheering and everything and <laughs> I was like well we just well yeah we won similar vibe in Wisconsin yeah. like Big Tens for us is a pretty big deal mm-hmm. yeah, yeah I mean Mick literally says Big Tens and beyond which yeah, means that like, Big Tens is what matters first and then we fo- but that's like the I think a part of the curse too is we're so focused on Big Tens it's an 8k race yeah we go to Nationals 10k race completely different kettle of fish yeah um and that kettle is is carried around loosely by Michael Smith so mm-hmm. it's it's a very um it's a very, is a very a real, different. Is that different a real game. saying, or did you just make that up? A kettle of fish. Like, what does know, that mean? I've heard. I've heard it in passing. I've never heard. It. Oh, really? No, I think that was good. A kettle. I like that. That yeah. is really it's a kettle good. of fish. But then you and know, Mike Smith holds Mike, the kettle. Mike Smith is carrying that kettle. Yeah. You know, because Mike is. Smith is just the Illuminati man. He's, run, he's running <laughs> yeah, everything. But going going to the debate, AK versus 10K. I think 10K benefits like distance schools more than mid-distance of course. of course yeah yeah so like you know like for a more mid-distance heavy school like almost it's just like harder to run 10k than than ak yeah where where is nationals this year oklahoma we, i think i think that's why so many yeah. people were at the jamboree oh, that means they were getting prepped for that course Stillwater. is that the, where it was the, two years ago or something yeah two yeah. years ago yeah. The, they're doing, March. They're doing yeah. the f1 thing where they're just walking around checking the bends looking at the straights <laughs> riding the bike on it yeah yeah roscoe's coming behind there's a bulldog yeah. coming behind yeah oh, yeah just checking it out dude i also i also don't really i mean no okay so there is definitely truth to the value of racing on the course before you do it but i also don't really believe in it a little bit mm-hmm. just because mm-hmm. i got so scarred i don't know if you guys would know this story but i think it was my sophomore year that was like that was the worst year for wisconsin cross country that, that was, was morgan that was when yeah i was i was i wasn't just me everyone was mad sad boy vibes that was when <laughs> we ended the 50-year streak of qualifying for nationals and nationals was at louisville and to the cherry on top, the funniest part about it was the team earlier in the season got so much shit because we went to the Louisville meet, the Greater Louisville Classic, which is a real early season meet, and we just jogged it. We just tempoed it as a team, and Mick got shit after, and he said to like the flow track or whoever was doing the interview, he said, yeah, we just wanted to see the course for nationals, and then we didn't qualify for nationals. <laughs> it was like... It was like it was, was that, that 2015 or 2017 which Louisville no 2015 oh the early one that's was, so funny the, the best <laughs> so, it was funny, like, so funny that was the cherry on top it was man but Mick was honestly so good about it like when kids I remember someone asked him like wow like that year was so bad like everything that could have gone wrong like went wrong and Mick was just like yeah when it when it rains it pours you know <laughs> and that was literally what that year was it's like everything that could have been bad was bad and he, he handled that he handled, he handles a lot of adversity pretty well Mick he does pretty, pretty impressive honestly because then yeah. he knows that the, the sun will rise tomorrow yeah and uh, it did it's just so, running but it's just rain that was that was funny so yeah it's exciting to have NCAA cross back I think we'll try follow it a little bit because yeah, I think we've probably said this a year ago following it, but it's just one of the coolest things in the sport. I think mm-hmm. we wish that the some of the 
things that make NCAA cross so cool could be applied to the pro yeah. side of the sport, the team battles and just like the head-to-head competition of just yeah. every single best runner in the country being there, having to turn up on the day. It's just so cool. Yeah, I mean, should we, should we mount that awesome. challenge right now then for uh, cross champs? <laughs> Are we racing that December first? I think it is in the plan in the cards. I don't want to like well, say I don't anything want to too early. Oh, yeah. just just yeah, I, I just a little teaser. A little teaser. It'd be great to have OEC, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Tin Can Elite, um, the Almond <laughs> and Track Club, and I guess there's not many other teams left. Oh, you, I forgot about Brooks. Brooks, um, Brooks Beast. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they run cross though, but yeah, I mean Josh Kerr. I think I think we're we'll leaving. Could see him cross. Yeah, sweet. Uh, but yeah. in general, like I was gonna say. Before moving on to that, can you bet on college cross country? Because that'd be so much fun to bet on that. Just like to mm-hmm. see the change of odds and like people to win all American um, podium finishes for teams. It'd be so much fun to bet on because I know you can bet yeah. on like football and basketball. Mm-hmm. It'd be sick to bet on cross country. And, and, and if you could bet on it and the funds go towards the, you know, maybe the runners' accommodation or like nice things for them. I think Instability takes care of that. Do they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Do they really? Um, How hard is it to get a gambling license? Can we set that up? We probably could, but then we'll end up, you we'll know. Just, we'll just make some odds 20 years, 20 years in the table. future, we'll end up having an origin story of being like the uh, modern Peaky Blinders setting up a gambling <laughs> arena <laughs> in London. We'll be so rich. That actually sounds... We would be rich, but we're also talking about it now in a podcast where the cops could easily yeah. find <laughs> No, but I said get a license. So. Yeah, I think it's pretty hard to get a license. Right. To be fair, I mean, we mm-hmm. could we could we could check about it if we just put it in our speak to the right people, you know, put it in our pretty eyes and just wink at them and give them make them feel good. Yeah, we'll send Maybe all we in get it to woo them because yeah, I mean, I don't that know would how, be sick. how successful it would be, but I think if there was one thing that would be really cool, it would be NCAA cross. Yeah, it would be really cool. Yeah. You could, to you see odds change. Betting on cross country and NCAA cross would be great. Like you'd have the a betting teams. for and against. Does Cooper Tier like make it to the finish line? Oh, for and against. <laughs> um, does like one of the runners like fall over during the first stampede? For and against. Uh, that would does be NAU cool. sweep one till seven? Um, for and against uh, does Mike Smith say go to sleep go to sleep yeah for and against like <laughs> sayings from the coach is a coach chuck a wobbly like have an absolute fit for and against the commentators getting someone's name wrong um, for and against like do um, the coaches take responsibility for everything that happened that season um, I find it so funny when they have odds like that that are so easily fixed yeah. like, have, you guys, have you guys seen that for example for the the football final you could sometimes you can bet on the color of the Gatorade that they yeah, throw on yeah, the coach. Yeah. It's like you can just fix that so easily. A friend, no, a friend of mine uh, <laughs> literally bet on it to be blue, and it was blue at the Super Bowl, and he won five grand. Yeah, I was like, like unbelievable. Good. I was like, he's like, I got a feeling it's gonna be blue this year, and yeah. it was. Yeah. So um, they I must mean, have to make it so secretly. Yeah, yeah. I, I think ga- I think that type of gambling would be so much fun. Like just to bet on like just really dumb things, mm-hmm. and then it just make it so much more entertaining for the regular college kid I'm not talking about us but if the regular college kid knew about the gambling system aka like I don't know Snyder or Blumdrew who didn't know runners our friends and they were just like following it to bet on it to gamble on it I reckon they'd have a great time but you know (laughs) if uh, NCAA wants to work with something for us to be able to do something like that you know just let us know you know where to find us you know where to find me we'll be here (laughs) we'll be here but so that's NCAA Cross very exciting uh, it should be a very good year with how the competition has started off. So we look forward to that. But the, um, I mean, we got Mario here. So Mario's coming off one of the best. Well, I don't know. I don't know if you've uh, crunched the numbers, Mario, but yeah. you could probably say it's like maybe the best ever collegiate 1500 meter season if you take everything into account potentially. 
I haven't really thought about that until right now, but to to rip off some stats, you were mm-hmm. in college and you uh, got into late title and then you ended up running freaking like 3.30 and coming mm-hmm. fourth at Worlds. Yeah. So <laughs> I can't think of many other... I mean, I guess Cole Hawker had yeah. a, a somewhat similar season with the Olympics. Yeah, but he was sixth. Yeah, yeah. Didn't, didn't get fourth. Like, but, but he won th- like three titles? Yeah, yeah he, three titles in one year. He won a lot of races. Yeah as well but i mean the races that you did win were amazing you also won the spanish 1500 meter title mm-hmm. against probably the best some like the best depth at the top of all time i mean spain's had a lot of good 1500 meter runners mm-hmm. but some of the best ones are running right now so yeah i mean how's it like has the season kind of set in have you kind of like moved past it or is it like are you still coming to terms of like what you were able to achieve well i've assimilated a little more you know because uh especially coming from NCAAs I finished second and that was that was a little disappointment I would say because I, I don't know like I felt like it was I had to win the, the race you know and then I ran 336 the following week and I was honestly kind of down and then winning Spanish Champs was just like such a like big deal because I mean Spanish Champs is like the biggest race you can win in Spain no? And, and the circumstances of that, because you yeah. had to, if you wanted to qualify for the world champs, mm-hmm. you had to do really well at Spanish champs. Oh yeah, I I had given up on the optional running worlds. <laughs> I was just <laughs> thinking about Europeans because I was like, well, like there's no way the race is gonna go fast, and I'm gonna run under three thirty five, or like I'm gonna get enough points to qualify. And then I end up running three thirty five five, got a hundred points for that, qualify for worlds, went to worlds, went through the rounds, made to made to the final, and. And yeah, I mean, in the final, my goal was to just finish like top eight, maybe. And then when I saw, I was like feeling pretty good and just catching people. Like that was, yeah, it, it just felt like, I don't know, I I feel like I didn't belong there, <laughs> kind of thing. But but yeah, I mean, now it's like after all the summer and after thinking about it in my break, I I have like reflected about it a little more. And and yeah, I mean, the the biggest takeaway I would say was just like you gotta trust that your fitness is there. Like, it doesn't matter, like, if you have a bad result, like, maybe NCAAs wasn't a good result, and maybe, like, the 336 wasn't a good result, but I ended up running, like, the best I ever ran, so. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that progression is crazy to, like, because there are a lot of 336 runners out there, mm-hmm. but to, like, or I guess you were 335 then heading to World Champs. There's a lot of people, like, kind of around that level, but then to, like, then, like, that's where you enter the championships and then off three races later you're fourth and 330 yeah that's like did you i mean you've said to me multiple times you said yeah the training that i did like i shouldn't have run that yeah and i still think that yes <laughs> really <laughs> I, I think i think well so in college it's just like i mean you guys have been in the same place but uh, it's just hard to like train very hard because you're racing every single week mm-hmm. like it got to the point from pen relay. Well, I raced at a home meet, and then I raced pen relays, and then I raced regionals, and then nationals, and then Spanish teams. Well, I raced after nationals, and then Spanish teams. So it's, I was racing every two weeks, so we couldn't really do like any hard, hard sessions. But but yeah, I mean, I guess like racing also gives you like that fitness that maybe you don't get from from training. And I think Ben Hoy was very smart about that, and he really knew how to use it. And, and yeah, I mean, that just shows that maybe we shouldn't focus that much on like the training, but like how you feel and like just trying to like get in, you know, like in a good mindset coming into the, into the championships. Yeah. 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 I mean, it was just crazy to see. And I think there's a stat people will love. How many times did you race 
that season. Oh, I think I raced 28 times. 28 yeah. times. <laughs> From January to yeah to September, pretty much. Yeah. I raced I raced four times. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to know how many. Do you know yeah. how many you have? No. You probably um, raced maybe 20. above 10. Yeah. You would have raced above 10, but less than 20, or maybe 20 mm-hmm. max. I would say. Are, we, are you including rounds or just yeah? Rounds? Yeah, yeah, including, yeah, rounds, including yeah. rounds. Do you know you, George? I mean, you raced a lot of five Ks. Which you race like yeah, you race a lot of five Ks <laughs> for a five to get like fifteen hundred and five Ks. Obviously, very yeah. different. Yeah, I think dude, that that was insane. I, the fact that like you weren't sure whether you were going to be at Worlds or not, and even I think when you were ranked in the thirties, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, thirty five, I think. Yeah, and wasn't like the you weren't sure if Spain were going to take you or not because wasn't yeah. the requirement top thirty? Well, yeah, like Spain had like a special requirement. It was you had to be top thirty-five in the world ranking. So we were just like doing numbers, like trying to see like if I was gonna make it, like seeing if people was gonna drop in front of me. And I think I finally made it like thirty second uh, with people that dropped in front of me. But yeah, like until the last moment, I didn't know if I was gonna race. Well, like just the the uh, the three runners behind you are mm-hmm. all runners that easily like would Spain would very yeah. happily have them representing. It was yeah. Ignacio, Adele. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about Macau. Yeah, Who are like, just and Spain especially loves. Doesn't Spain love like Adele? Yeah, I mean Adele is just a guy that performs so well in every single championship he goes to. So yeah, like it was a big debate, and at first they left Ignacio out of the out of the team. So that was a big controversy. And when they first they they announced it, and he wasn't on it. Yeah, and then I think Adele tested positive for COVID, so they they just decided to bring Ignacio instead of Adele. So why so, why did they not pick Ignacio? Well, I think they just thought that Adele was a better like championship racer. Right. Which honestly, like Ignacio has made the Olympic final in his first Olympics and his first like major championship. So I don't know. If, he's pretty young, right? Yeah, he's like one year older than me. So yeah. yeah, I mean, but that's what happens when you have such a competitive field and like just such depth. And honestly, that's that's just good for us because it's, it pushes you forward. Like like coming into the champions, I was like, well, like if I want to be a Spanish champion, I gotta beat three three thirty low guys, like yeah. three three thirty guys. So and it ended up being like Spain was the only country with three people in the final, right? Yeah, we were the only only country with three people. I think uh, the UK was a like two, almost two. yeah, they almost had three. Yeah, mm-hmm. if, Neil, if Neil made it, would have been three. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's pretty that's pretty cool cool stat. Yeah, just shows you how like we talk about all the time how competitive the UK is to make that fifteen hundred meter team. Mm-hmm. Um, Spain is definitely in that conversation now as well with how talented yeah. um, the Spanish boys have been running. So it's pretty mm-hmm. cool to see like a country like that just absolutely dominate make that one of the hardest finals mm-hmm. um yeah it's, it's pretty it's pretty sick to see i mean i i um i definitely thought um uh, going in at like watching that that final just seeing the three spanish boys it's like if you have three spanish guys in there all great racers could probably run low 330s one of them's going to come away with the medal for sure yeah. you know like the same with mm-hmm. again with the uk boys going into tokyo definitely had the same mindset you had three uh, uk boys in that final you're definitely thinking they're all three incredible runners probably mm-hmm. one of them's going to come away with the medal and that was the case in both counts so and you were very close yeah you're on the cast I, I was really close yeah. <laughs> like i i thought i had it like last 100 meters i was like oh i'm getting him yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah like those last 100 meters was so long <laughs> but yeah i mean i still like so happy with her so like it was a crazy summer and i just i'm just excited used to you know train with ollie train with jared and like the rest of the boys and just trying to 
like beat Jacob, I guess. Like that's and it's <laughs> everyone's goal. He, yeah. he, he's the he's the main target, I guess. But and Jake, I guess. Yeah. But but yeah, I mean, the Fifty Hundred is such a cool event right now. Like I feel it's like one of the most exciting events in in Dragonfield. Yeah, I think it and definitely is. Yeah. Being like one of the best in the world because now I think I belong to that. Mm. Like it's just like it's so cool. Like. I, yeah. I'm just excited for the for the summer to come. Well, we didn't even mention that you like medal the Europeans just, as well. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like to come in and be able to like catapult yourself to the very top where it's like you don't even have to worry about everything else. Like yeah, literally you're thinking about like beating Jakob now. It's yeah. pretty sweet just to come out of college and be at right that to level. That level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Well, one thing I I think I've learned is you gotta go into the race thinking that you can do it. If you go into the race thinking that you are not gonna get a medal or like, beat Jakob, like you definitely are not gonna do it and at europeans i went out to the track without mindset he destroyed me <laughs> but but still i i kept up with him like for 1300 meters and i think that was that was like pretty cool and just my family and my friends were there so like they saw me fighting at least for like the goal which i think is should be the main goal for every single runner in in that field yeah i mean if you go for it like <laughs> and you're at that level and you i mean because because watching it we were obviously like well, you you could have come second, but you tried yeah. you tried to win. You end up coming third. It's like, I mean, I think at the end of the day, you're gonna feel pretty I almost good came about fourth. That. <laughs> <laughs> the Italian guy was going so fast. Right? Yeah, but it's like, I think you'd feel better about the way you did it. Oh like yeah, going definitely. at least putting up a challenge mm-hmm. for the win, and then maybe yeah, you do get caught in the last hundred meters. But yeah, I think it's worth going for it. Yeah. yeah. One other thing that I loved was hearing your kind of pre-race routine <laughs> at the World Champs. If you want to, I don't know, is it top secret or are you okay no, to share? I, I've said it many times already. <laughs> it's, it's honestly very impressive. When Morgan told me that, I was like, wow, that's, yeah. that's something. Well, you just get so focused. Yeah, and it's a soft focus, honestly, because, like, for example, something I, I realized is, like, in the warm-up area, everybody's so locked in. Like, nobody looks at each other. Like, at the World Final, especially, like, nobody was looking at each other. Nobody was talking or anything. And I just try to be focused, but like it's a soft focus. I want to try to be like calm, like you see, if, like if it was a workout. Yeah. But yeah, like before the race, I watched Gladiator because I'm a favorite <laughs> movie. And also coming to the stadium, I listen to the Gladiator soundtrack. <laughs> but I guess it's so just good. like, yeah, it's just like, it's something that is like epic for me. So, and it was very cool because after the NCAA final, uh, I, I was devastated, honestly. Like I was so like upset with the finish and everything because it was also my last race with Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. And I went to the, like the very end of the warm up area and I sat down for like 10 minutes by myself, like just thinking and kind of like meditating. And then when we, I walk into the stadium for the final, we walk through that entrance. So I was listening to the Gladiator song wow. before the final, walking through the place. I was like so upset. The redemption. I, you know, so it just felt like the right moment. It, yeah. it felt like the right conditions, the right moment. And, and yeah. And you did that, you did the same thing for the semis and the finals, right? Or- yeah, I guess the semifinal was like a final pretty much. <laughs> like yeah. I was talking to George about it this morning. Like the semifinal was like, I think the heaviest race, probably one of the heaviest races of the year. Like you had the three Olympic medalists, you had Oli, you had Tifera, you had Charles, Ignacio, myself. Like it was just like um, Neil Gorley, who I've been racing like great all year long. Like it was just insane. So like... Ignacio and me, we were like sitting in the room and we were like, yeah, like if we want to make it to the final, like we got to be at least like some of these guys. So yeah, it, it just, it was like a final for me. Yeah, you definitely have to go all in. Mm-hmm. That's the 1500 these days. Like yeah. you get to the last couple of rounds and 
it's anyone anyone's race it seems like mm-hmm. gladiators that's like being in on on the track though that's like being in the coliseum yeah it's like the same thing but it's also, it's also <laughs> modern, day yeah, modern, yeah. Day. modern day gladiators yeah dude you gotta like when you get to race at rome man yeah oh, <laughs> that's gonna be the thing well, <laughs> europeans are gonna be in rome in 2024 Oh wow! Yeah, so I I know I'm gonna get on paper. <laughs> don't don't, get, over, don't over watch Claudia. Yeah. Like save it for that. I'm gonna, that save, for I'm gonna yeah. save it for that. I'm gonna save it for that. You gotta do the. You gotta do the thing. Yeah, I'm gonna go to the track and just like <laughs> grab some of the, the dust. Grab some of the <laughs> track. And yeah. Yeah. Track, your track no, dust. I go to the long jump pit. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like Mario's over there rubbing hands with the sand. I don't know what that is about, Tom, but uh, we're gonna see uh, why he's rubbing his hands with sand yeah. uh, in the 1500 meter race coming up. Bring some weight and just like yeah. touch it. <laughs> it works. Yeah, because you got the other thing about you is the like your hometown or your area is like mm-hmm. grows wheat, and then yeah. in Gladiator the i'm forgetting the guy's name right now Max, but he comes from like a farm right well, he, like, they, so well, it's like it's, it's like it's like very close to my it's like sit close to yeah. his own it's 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 they place. call him the spaniard yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's, he's from he's from so Spain. you're literally yeah. the main character of yeah. <laughs> and, and i grew up i grew up racing in like wheat fields like it oh was just God. like all everything's connected all right so based on that uh i'm sorry but you can't copy his pre-race routine because it's just not yeah. going to work for you. Yeah. You got to you got to find your own version. I had a copyright for that race routine. Yeah, you you <laughs> yeah. got to find your own. Oh, no version. one can take it from me. No one can take yeah. it from me. Yeah, no, that's so epic. So yeah, I mean, obviously you've come into the pro scene pretty much mm-hmm. already like near the top, like right where you want to be. So it's so cool and very excited for the year ahead. I know, like your goals are just so high mm-hmm. already, which yeah. is awesome. So we're very excited to train with you and. You know, just to see it happen, I can't wait. Um, any other questions for Mario at the moment? I feel like we'll probably have you on quite a bit the show. Hopefully, yeah. If we can, if we can sort it out with your booking agent and all that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, yes. How's how's your experience been with the team so far out of ten? Yeah. Out of ten. Because we've done we've done Yard, we've done Cinta. Minus two. Minus two. <laughs> uh, right. That's the here. lowest. That's actually not bad. I'm I'm actually I'm actually flying to Oxford now because I cannot I cannot stay here. Like he's he's just so bad. You have to go back every two weeks to (laughs) just. Yara's done the opposite where Yara was like nine out of ten, and then now it's slowly gone down from eight to seven. So then now I think yeah, Cinta was pretty low. Mm-hmm. So you're pretty low, so there's room for improvement, which I like. Negative I like two that. feels yeah. good. That's not much pressure. Yeah, I, I, I don't feel much pressure of that. I gotta be honest. I wasn't with the team a lot this summer, but still, it was like it was one of the best summers of my life. You've been, just been in Switzerland, like racing, like that was that's always been my dream. And I don't know, like for example, Lausanne was my first time yeah. on league. So just, I mean, my brother was there, of course. Like that was special as well. But like having, like I don't know, your teammates with you, like like having Oli, for example, because you're like you are for me, like you're one of the best. 1500 runners in the world like top three maybe making me blush and, <laughs> and you know like having him like like warming up with him going grabbing a coffee with him it's just like it's a good like person to have next yeah. to you and like you learn a lot definitely yeah. so so yeah i mean it, having a team so deep it's just like it just pushes you forward because like everybody in your team is like doing so well it's really cool because like i i think looking back at how we've started and where we are now um we have a team where we're going to be at a lot of meets together and Mm -hmm. i think that's one thing that people honestly crave when i go to those diamond league meets is like you have people on their own that just have like the the coaches in there Mm -hmm. um their teammates aren't there and they're kind of alone and they obviously have friends and and you can catch up with people because everybody's just lovely on the diamond league or in any meet really um Mm -hmm. everybody's just super nice it's the way the sport is um with distance running but having yeah having like you and i go to meet Jared, yeah. george and morgan like having that kind of 
just reliance on them mm-hmm. in a good way. Um, going into those, it just makes you feel so much more. Uh, for me personally, readiness and compa- like prepared, composed, yeah. all those kind of elements, you feel much more um, real. So we're very lucky to have a team like that, and we're very lucky to have you because. Uh, we definitely didn't think we we're going to be able to get you and Yared and to have you guys on the team. It's like, wow, like we've definitely uh, definitely got the setup now. Yeah. We our, don't need our, anything uh, else. Our four by mile. Our four <laughs> by mile, yeah. We're going to have to talk about that eventually. Yeah, yeah, I tend to know what record, right? A spot, a spot <laughs> on their base. team is... Uh, it's going to be tryouts. <laughs> it's going yeah, to be tryouts to make that team. I mean, no one's guaranteed a spot now, so... Ben relays. Now yeah. we are no yeah. Now we got to go for world record. We have to go oh. for it now. <laughs> I think we should do a DMR. DMR, I'd love to do DMR. That'd be pretty fun. The 400 We're meters doing... would have to be. Bring Carlos back. Bring Carlos yeah. back to 400. Yeah. <laughs> Who is that world record? Uh, I think it's... Central was in the team, right? Like I they... think the USA has. No, no, no. Yeah. The indoor world record or outdoor world record? Because yeah, indoor is Oregon. Yeah. Yeah. They run like so yeah, quick now, like nine, yeah. 920. Yeah, because yeah. we run 920 as well. Like we were like that's second, second best there. You guys yeah. run 920. I remember when 925 or 926 was crazy. Mm-hmm. And then you guys just absolutely destroy that. Yeah. But DMR world record, that'd be kind of cool. Except, wait, is it the thing for that as well? Where to get the world record, you technically all have to be from the same country? Yeah, you have to. That's yeah. so annoying. But I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe there's a reason for that. Spain could do it. Spain, yeah. you could you could bonusly get Spain to do it if you want to go for the actual world record. We'd be going for a world best. World I record. love the world best. Yeah, yeah. I'll take a world best. Yeah, if I have, we'll to. go for both. Yeah. It's probably a little harder to get us all together. Yeah, <laughs> unless it's a championship. I think honestly, DMR is one event that should be added to like the world championship. It should be. We've, we've we've had the discussion. It should be a world yeah. indoors. Yeah, world yeah. indoor DMR championship would be. Yeah, that would be so, so cool. Sick. Yeah, I think uh, if you can have the mix. Four by four hundred. You can, yeah, have, you can yeah. have any. You, you can, can have, have any. We've all we've talked about this. I hate that event with a passion. I'm not going to rain about it this now. This is annoying because they also have two four by fours. Yeah, yeah. It's like why are you adding another four hundred meter event? Add something yeah. for like the dis. I mean, DMR is fun to watch too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like just. Oh, Fields and, to get and, another medal. And I just yeah, it literally was probably put there so she could get another medal for her last hurrah. Yeah. Fair enough. She's an amazing athlete. However. We have Seb Coe as a president who is a distance, middle distance runner, and he's thinking, hmm, mixed 4x4? Four four? Yeah, that sounds good. We won't put a DMR in there. Classic troll. Um, look at Penn Relays. Like, the DMR was yeah. so cool. Dude, <laughs> and, the, and then like, the amount of, like Kenya, yeah. the UK, United States, Australia. Unfortunately, I don't know if New Zealand would have a team. But <laughs> in general, a lot of the European That's teams rough. would be very strong, and it'd be very, very cool. Event be very because good, I think yeah. it would make it much more of a... Um, like a national, like I think a yeah. well, national pride base on the line. So, uh, yeah. So, Lord Seb, could you get onto that for us, please? please. Uh, you know, I love your ideas with the mixed 4x4 four four and the, <laughs> the Drive to Survive show that will probably mm-hmm. never come to fruition. But the DMR thing might be a good idea if you want to check that out. Yeah. So. Because I think a lot of people would want it. Yeah. Just, just yeah, Seb, just give them a little nudge. Yeah. Citrus Mac can do that. They're, they're pretty big big budget i now. think they have a pretty big sway in the sport i think yeah. they, they're the guys that can get shit yeah. done mm-hmm. so yeah so citrus mag could you do that for us please dmr we'll uh, get talk to seb jacob i mean he, he I, could definitely he could definitely push it push too it forward, but uh yeah. i mean Jakob would probably look at it and go what's in it for me and i was like He'd just run i look at him straight in the yeah. eye and i'd be like glory glory's <laughs> in it for you yeah. get all your brothers in it yeah and guys yeah. are walking like yeah that'd be, cool. be a good team it'd be a very good team yeah so coming off that a classic rant on world athletics a nice way to end the show um mario thank you very much for coming on thank you it's a pleasure it's been very fun to have you here uh thank you everyone for listening we'll see you guys next time